of smoke <laughs> here to uh <laughs> here, here to to bless upon you whatever you need whether it be blessings love hugs abundance elbows foots uh, a, a swift right hook a bottle across the head giving out everything that you need because that is what a good steward, a good shepherd does. They're not here for the wants. Give you what you need. Give you love. Give you a uh, ass wounds in the <laughs> full of glory. <laughs> oh shit! Um, I mean, uh, oh darn, darn. Ain't no cussing. Profanity in the house of the news that is good this evening. How you guys doing? Hey, everybody. How's it going? What's happening? Hey, woo. Yay. Round of applause. <laughs> oh, look at that. Look the fucking timing. DC just walking. We got the fucking applause. Apl- apl- what the fuck am I saying? Applause. 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 Yeah, you know, I was, you know, we we started we started the day uh, the evening off with some um with some hip hop gospel, you know, with some uh some uh some some that nigga Franklin, yeah, some wholesome <laughs> wholesome uh and and aggressive. <laughs> Let me tell you about Jesus, motherfucker! I'll break your fucking neck. That shit. Oh man. First way, let's let's okay. Hi, hi everybody. Before we just let's let me kiss. boy, that's let's go go. Goddamn, it's hi. Hi everybody, welcome to just a Christian podcast. <laughs> first, uh, just just another sermon podcast. Uh, first dope uh, Bartholomew Baptist in the name of Jesus. Uh, Good News Church. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> first, first, Jesus and them Episcopalia yeah, Church um, uh, of Crenshaw. Yeah, we, is, we are now we are representing uh, the Gracie Ministry. <laughs> yeah, the the uh, what, what the, the fucking the um <laughs> the original UFC for you fucking with Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yo. <laughs> How y'all doing today? Hi, yes. y'all. Welcome on this beautiful. It's not beautiful. It's beautiful now, but this this nice Monday has been brisk. It was a little rainy throughout the day, but you made it through. You made Hopefully, it through you Monday. was in you was indoors most of the day while it was raining. Now you got a little bit of sun to to cap your night off, and the the brightest part of your day is that you are here listening to us. We are appreciative, and we are very much appreciative of that. To just bring another bright spot to your day. How y'all doing? Who's sexy as light is this again? I don't know. It, it Somebody, was. It's been in here the entire time that we've been with Good News. 
and yeah, it's just been know. under the desk, but nobody ever pulled it out. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's like a it's a Himalayan pink salt lamp. Yeah, man, it's fucking sexy and this vibes. It's a lot. It's it's good. It's good for the circadian rhythm. If you want to get nerdy, because you know, if you have salt lamps in your house, it mimics like a fireplace, which connects with the innate human abilities to wind down the evening. It gets rid of the blue light that keeps us up and irritated and all that other blue shit and um, bullshit and it creates a, a orange light which is more calming to your nervous system which helps you relax. You're welcome. Damn Just, it. Yeah, you're welcome. Look at that. That was fucking Snapple facts for that ass. That's right. Sp- spiritual Snapple facts. That's right. Because this perfect time and like right now is the time where you want to start winding your day down. So we just we brought that lamp out for y'all. You can't really see it. You might see it like a little something something in the background but Yeah, this is good like, you know, just this ah, this ah, this ah, goddamn. Ooh, ooh, goddamn. Especially if you've been dealing with people and you've been having conversations like with individuals like Kurt. You know, yeah, you, know you've been. <laughs> you have been perturbed. Put my butt off in your ass. Right. Yo, you know, I, I even heard, I even heard somebody say, like in all seriousness, that they was gonna break a motherfucker's neck in years. That was he meant that I'll break your motherfucking neck, but. When I first, this is how like, and I know the salacious shit is what gets you, you know, what's what gets the views, and this what gets the, it gets the people going, and <laughs> but when I first first like saw that headline, I thought this nigga was nine. I was like, bro, this is a grown ass, but he might have needed his ass whooped. Like, I appreciate, like, you know, I understand um, that people there are two sides. I understand that we all might have, you know, there's some of you out there that might have grown up in a verbal, in a verbally abusive situation. You might have had, um, you know, a parent really, really belittle you, demean you, all types of shit. This though, I'm, I just feel like we should let the, the jury and let the, the, the Lord Himself, you know, uh, fucking judge this one because that nigga was cussing too, and it's like, bro, like, you know, like, God, look, yes, that show. If anybody out there, like, you know, this is not how good Christian folk look. Jesus was in there flipping over tables, and y'all not gonna talk to me like, cause, God, cause God. God just fucking top four, five, four, five, two or three, flooded the world, <laughs> burnt Sodom and Gomorrah to a to a to crisp, a and then amidst the burning of Sodom and Gomorrah, turned old girl to a bit. Don't even look. What if she was looking back to check on her babies who couldn't run as fast? Salt. And now these niggas had to look at their mama turn into a motherfucking just mountain of Lowry's, and that and then bro, that's five things all in one day, right. like. This man lost his wife. The nigga said, hey, 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 Abraham, go kill your son on the set, bro. Like, just, you know what I'm saying? You fuck with, you, you fucking with it or not? Right. I'm not, damn, I'm just fucking with you. Who's going to really do that shit? Like, I'm just saying, it's not outside of, you know, the crusades happen, y'all. Like, you could get to it in the name of God, <laughs> apparently. Most definitely. I mean, part of... Part of what we practice today has all been forced on us in the name of God to begin with. So just starting with our own yard, I don't want to hear no black people finding the issue with Kurt. As a father, Kirsten had his grown child. I don't I don't want to hear it because y'all say worse in church. Yeah, many. It is a running black theme. It is a joke for us to be like you falling asleep in church and your mama, grandma, grab your picture, make your ass up. In church. And this is an intimate conversation that was supposed to be private. 
clearly I love you. You are my child, but you are pissing me off right now. I, I can I know every parent has been there at a time or two. I know we've been there with our parents and had to get that talking to from our parents. And I guarantee they still love you afterwards. So I, I don't want to hear no back talk, no, no backlash. No, no, none of that sad stepping bullshit that y'all going to have when it comes to Kurt talking to his child. I can say if he was abusing the man. And like you said, if he was a, a, an underage individual. But this man is, what, 31? I believe so. Like, and now I understand that there's a realm where, like, you know, some of these celebrity parents and some of these motherfuckers are dickheads. I get that. I get this. But all of them, I feel like there are some stories where it's like, yo, bro, what if the kid is a real dick nose? Like, what if he's just... A douche. Like, what if he's deserving of motherfucker? Like, bro, like, don't let these goddamn tight slacks and these uh, hard bottom shoes. Ah, fuck you up, bro. Like, stop playing with me. Like, not even that. But one, when it comes to our every every black pigeon and say, you know, I ain't been saved all my life. So you know that there's some other sides to them that lets you know that they are human just like the rest of us. That's part of the angle of the sermon when they use that terminology to let you know I'm human just like you. I fuck up. I do things. I ain't like this all the time. How I am in the pulpit, I'm not that 24-7. But also, because they are celebrities and well-known, what gives us the justification to hold them under a microscope way harder than we put ourselves under the microscope? Like, we could talk to our kids crazy, but that's disrespectful for him to talk to his. Ain't no difference between y'all two except he got way more money than you. I just want to say... That I, whoever this is, I appreciate that on this day, because I feel like they didn't know where we were going, because nobody posted about the direction of this episode today. <laughs> but I appreciate that, because I feel like they're on the same shit. Maybe, but praise God. Look at that. As soon as uh, they just, he has nothing to apologize for. We are imperfect and able to make mistakes. Praise God is in the chat. And I don't know who you are, it's praise God. God. It is God. God stepped into the fucking chat room today. Eat a dick, shade room. <laughs> okay, fuck you. Spiritual man. world, all of y'all. Fucking blow Black me, Twitter. We have we have God and he's telling us to I'm praise taking, us. You know what, I'm taking a take, picture. Take a picture. Yeah, Look, put, put the people yeah, on. Yeah, fuck live, bro. Like, because praise God is here and God ain't never stepped in none of these other rooms. But he gonna step in this one Look and and this. validate what we saying. Or she, Look you know at what? God. Let's, let's start it like or, or she. Or a server, servant of God. Yeah, or her. This could be. Yeah, I, mean, you, I just she stepped in the room and said, "Look, y'all done been shitting on my name this whole time. <laughs> I didn't even do none of that." <laughs> God like, finally answered the email. Yeah, like, like, you know yo, what? I'm I'm tired of y'all sending me these emails. Y'all get on my nerves. Look, I got exclamation points. Exactly. How do we hold someone so high on a pedestal as if they can do no wrong? I think people be be projecting their own like bullshit onto celebrities or whoever like yo that motherfucker makes music or that motherfucker acts that's not a barometer like hi, like people you know what's crazy people hold like celebrities at a higher esteem than motherfuckers do like people who need that to be morally sound in their jobs like it's politicians and fucking like um cops and people just be like yo that's a corrupt system no bitch let's get mad at them the same way right because this motherfucker makes albums about fucking i don't expect him to be a great person like Kirk said, you know, I was addicted to porn. Kirk probably been trying to be a goddamn, uh, uh, what's what the fuck is that? Gospel religious nigga for his whole life. He, you know, repressed, ain't got, ain't really got to get the booty ass he was supposed to get at a regular time. So yeah, man, like he is well within his rights, nigga. Go in there and look up, uh, fucking seventeen tabs of Pornhub and just chafe yourself. Like what? I can, I can shoot, I can shoot him a little bill 
because not just since him announcing that he's addicted to porn and let everybody know, hey, I'm I'm I am an individual and I struggle. But he'd also let people know, like, yeah, I've been a gospel singer all these years, but I'm slowly transitioning myself away from being a religious individual and more spiritually inclined because we'd be fucking up as Christians and it's not making anybody look good or want to come to God. So I can appreciate him doing that, especially in this climate, because you let you know you validated. I told y'all before, I'm human just like the rest of y'all. I whoops my kids just like y'all whoops yours. Mine grown now, so I ain't really got to whoop them. But, you know, sometimes you got to give them a little talking to. And it's okay. I'm 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 human just like y'all. Not to mention, Kurt is like five, two and a quarter. Yeah. Like, he's he got a little bit of that, that small man complex in there, I'm sure. You know, and I, I, is it a complex? I just feel like they don't have enough room for emotions. Like, it's just whatever emotion <laughs> is there, it just takes up he the trying body. To, trying to pour 20 ounces of soda in a, yeah, in a man, can. Yeah, man, I only got so much space in this body. Like, I'm I'm mad. Like, I was I want to be happy, but it just, I can't fit it. Like, that movie, whatever that movie was where the girl had the emotions is like that i just whoever's at the control nigga that's all that's only there's only one seat right some of you big motherfuckers you know you got two three seats it's a lot it's a like you know it's like a megazord that one unfortunately it's like a miniature jaeger it's just one <laughs> it's an iron man suit little people are like <laughs> iron man suits and you know like it can only fit one person in this bitch like i got the emotion capacity of starship enterprise yeah. and he got a penny racer you never <laughs> see like you know like that's why when Shaq swing on niggas on the court i'm like you earned it nigga because it was an entire fleet that made that decision like he didn't just do that it was yeah do we check in with with sector five yes yeah, all no, they go. all said go for it yeah sock this nigga that's all I'm saying. Now, to transition on a more serious note, because we have to, not necessarily because we want to. I will say, when it comes to to family dynamics within the black household, that is something that we do have to kind of transition away from. Because although it is like the running joke or running understanding within the black community, like as a parent, you gonna have to talk to your kids like that sometimes. I'll fuck a kid up like that's just funny for us to talk about. We don't really want to have to do it, but as black individuals, that's sometimes how we look at parenting. You might have to be a little verbally aggressive or even maybe physically aggressive, but I also think that that's something that's not entirely helpful or healthy for our relationship dynamics to begin with. I think that's just generations of learned behavior because that's how we were approached getting beat on and yelled at. And we internalized it and we exploded it and regurgitated it back into our own family dynamic. If we are Hall of Famers of like normalizing your trauma. Like Most definitely. That's yes. just that's just a past norm from generation to generation that really started off as a trauma and has turned into a generational trauma that we never address. So the yelling at of your kids or the threatening to you know, I knock your fucking head off your shoulders. I I brought you in this world, I take you out, like all those things that we have heard growing up and we'll probably tell to our kids at least one time or another it's not necessarily healthy and we do have to address how we go about in those situations so it's, it's you got to balance it out because you are human you're gonna have your moments where you're at your tippy you at, you keep nipping at me and I'm, I'm at my limit now you better get up off me or you're gonna get some of this realness but you also have to recognize that is that what's best for this situation yeah, I, I always look at that as like, because I'm not necessarily a uh, opponent of it, but I'm an opponent, I feel like, of how it's going. Because people use that shit like, whoop ass is just the go-to. Yeah. And I'm not a, but I, and I'm not a believer of completely just, if you never, I feel like if you never have to pull out the, you know, 
No, you kind of, you know, motherfuckers got the tool on them. But if you never have to pull it out, you've had a good night. You diffuse the situation. But I understand having it just in case. And I feel like, you know, as any person of color, um, you know, you need to understand that shit can go left. So you need to be able to have those tools. And, you, and you know, you, if you never pull, you know, just you can pull it out and, like, shine it up and make sure it works right, even if you never have to use it. Right. But I don't never want to, I would never, I just don't think, you know, we have the luxury of just being like, Captain Peaceful Pants, but also, don't, you know, don't make it this thing where, like, oh, you sneezed wrong, motherfucker? Whoop ass. Yeah, no. And then, like, that's another thing of, like, you know, you want to, because even me, I feel like I'm king of the world, but I know if I had a motherfucker tomorrow, at some point, that nigga is going to out everything me. Yes. So, I feel like, you know, for all our parents out there, you know, you could, you know, let a nigga know, like, building, how do I say, building the relationship with your child off respect rather than fear. Because, you know, motherfuckers be like, you, know, you don't talk shit to granny. And you know in the back of your mind, bro, like, I super sock the shit out of granny. Like, like, God, like you'll be a rap fucking with me. Right. But this is a relationship built off respect. And, like, you know, you respect your elders, respect is that, but you have to earn and create that space as opposed to, I just am going to tear your ass up. That's not even sustainable, nigga. Like, not only that, but you have to, especially as a parent. Oh, money in the house. Now, granted, neither one of us are parents, so I don't want y'all to say, how y'all going to tell us how to raise our kids and y'all ain't got none. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm simply talking, you know, from a theoretical standpoint before y'all get all triggered. Kiss I my don't, ass. I don't care. <laughs> I'm only doing it because I'm supposed to be, a, you know, I'm supposed, we supposed to be mental health professionals. So I mean, I'm trying yeah. to preface this so you actually understand what we're saying as opposed to receiving it from a surface level. So I preface it so you understand, like, I'm going to level three right now. Come on down here with me and listen as opposed to blah, 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 and missing everything we're saying. So from from a more uh, emotional standpoint, as a parent and just as an individual in general, be aware with where you are emotionally. So you're not putting that on your kids. If you recognize from a from a self-care standpoint that you are in disarray internally Anything your kid says or does is going to make you get to that point. But is that how you should react? Did they really do this or are you just having a fucked up moment and you don't know how to regulate yourself? And next thing you know, you are jumping on your kids. So be self-aware, please. Tap in with yourself before you have these types of situations. Tap in with yourself just in general, just so you know that you are not creating traumas for your child or your anybody that you're dealing with in general. Just make sure that you're not passing on your internal trauma to them because you didn't do a self-check-in. Finding the why. Like, am I taxing that ass? Because, well, shit, that happened to me. And now you fucking are damn near, like, jealous of your kids. You could, you can't have an easy easy way out. I had to go through this, so let me put that on you. You're a dick. Um, oh, you're talking about pledging? Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Dicks. <laughs> dicks. My, my bad. I'm only um, doing what was done to me. Yeah, like, do it with purpose. I'm never opposed. I'm not necessarily opposed to anything, but it's like, if you, now let's uh, let's track, let's trace this back. <laughs> like, you did that. Now, did you do that? So it's like, I need to set the standard that this can't, ha- you can't do this. You did this. I'm taxing that ass. Because if you keep doing that, it's going to fuck you up super duper in the long run. So I need to set this standard. We have a, it's a whole conversation. It's a whoopings are a whole thing. Like most definitely. tax that ass. Cause you did this. Explain what whoop, whoop, whoop. as opposed to I'm mad and I'm feeling away. It's like, you realize you just went level eight and that was like a level three. Like, right. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's a lot of beatings that I think we've gotten as black children that were more so because our parents egos felt embarrassed based on what we did. And they were triggered as opposed to us really needing that level of an ass whooping. Yeah. 
like you said, it could have been level three. It could have been, you know, you know, five five pops is enough. Mm-hmm. But you was just so embarrassed and, and you felt disrespected because you figured how everybody else would look at you or perceive the situation that you felt to defend yourself by whooping my ass for a good five minutes straight. And then you think that, you know, fixing me a plate afterwards is going to solve this ass whooping. No. But but still, that that kind of goes back to being self-aware and understanding with your internal peace or your internal stability and things of that nature. Because it kind of brings me to my quote of the day. Early. Oh, you early. Early. You know, I kind of just wait to what it presents a good time, but I figured this is a good time to throw it in. I so, the quote of the day. A presence of dejection will manifest more dejection. So, whatever feelings you are feeling whatever status you are in is going to manifest those is manifest itself in everything else that you're touching essentially look at that law of attraction right there motherfuckers so if you are if you are feeling dejected if you are feeling sad or depressed or angry or frustrated or whatever it is that you are feeling if you don't address it you don't you know identify with others you don't handle it get rid of it repel it dispel it disperse it whatever word you can think of to get it up out of there if you don't if you don't approach it in that manner when you need to it's going to manifest itself in everything that you interact with everything that you touch everything that you include yourself in so again the presence of dejection will manifest more dejection that's my quote of the day bars it's your fucking fault in a very nice well put together way oh you know that's that's the premise that's the premise of that Another thing with this Kirk thing, too, that I thought about is, like you said, like, you know, say a parent, you know, OD goes OD or something like that. Not saying that's what Kirk did, but in the event that, you know, a parent does go ape shit or makes an issue or whatever, like, you know, TV would make you believe that, like, it's just rampant accountability and, like, parents apologizing. But how many parents do you think really, like, apo- like you just said, fix a plate and it's like, Cause I feel like that even like instills in children like motherfuckers don't know how to be wrong and it's like all right, but that might have been a parent like that might have been you know it could have been mom or dad it could have been dad like uh you know you wanna uh you, you wanna go get some ice cream you wanna go you know throw the ball or some shit or whatever the fuck you right know, general whatever as gender norm bullshit you niggas talk about or mom you know made you a plate or whatever and it's like no motherfucker tell me sorry because you were wrong. And, you know, as a parent, that shit really, you can't bring, I don't know, you shouldn't necessarily bring your ego into parenting, me, a non-parent. Um, so, you know, you sons of motherfuckers, uh, <laughs> you know, like, but I was wrong. And this is still a moment where I'm, I guess, to pat the ego, like, you're still on top because this is my moment to teach you about being a selfless, non-piece-of-shit, accountable person. Like, hey, I was wrong. What I did there was OD. I thought boom, 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 and I did this. I'll still make you a plate. But we need to have this interaction of acknowledging this is what I did and this was wrong and normalize that that doesn't make me less of a parent. Because, nigga, when you get up in life, that's not going to make you less of a partner, right. less of a friend, less of a dominant motherfucking whatever your sport, whatever it is you're doing in life. I was wrong. I OD'd. I whatever, whatever. Okay, now fucking apologize. Bro. That actually, in my opinion, makes you more of what you're trying to be. Because the whole, hey, you want some ice cream? Or I made you a plate, baby. You know, come on in here and eat and stop crying. Like, that's not accountability. 
That's avoidant behavior, honestly, because you're not trying to address your component of what you did wrong in this situation or you're not trying to address the pain that you really caused. You're just trying to make somebody forget about it or smooth it over. That's actually a controlling mindset, very mm-hmm. a, a controlling mindset for somebody in a, an abusive relationship. Like I'm making you forget about the hurt that I have caused you by giving you some type of external material possession that's going to make you feel good temporarily. But I'm not really sitting down and saying, look, this is why I beat your ass. And this is why I beat your ass to this magnitude. And I will admit that I'll probably beat your ass a little bit more than I needed to. But I'll apologize for that, you know, in a different realm. You know, I, you know, mm-hmm. remind me, I'll let you hold me. Whatever it is, however you want to address it with your kids. But at the same time, you still have to sit down and, like you said, teach. Not not feed because I want to make you feel good because it's my obligation to feed you. And I know this food going to make you shut up. But no, teach. And then be accountable for not only what you're teaching, but how you reacted in this teachable moment. And I think that bleeds over also not just for those who don't know how to apologize, but that could bleed over into those who don't receive apologies because, ha ha, meme talk, you sons of bitches. Um, the motherfuckers who be like, you know, uh, don't apologize with words, you know, nigga buy you buy me a bag to apologize or, Mm-mm. you know, and on on the flip side. Bitch, apologize. Give me my dick back. Like, this head is not, uh, you were wrong, motherfucker. Like, that shit is broke or my feelings are hurt. You're not going to suck your way to success, bitch. Like, uh, stand here and say sorry, motherfucker. Like, that's not going to solve this. You can give me the sloppiest of top. I still have to, I still have to deal with whatever it is you presented me with that hurt me in the first place. Like, that don't, I ain't going to, I ain't forgot. While money just blasting on their parents, my dad always apologizes after spazzing. My mom, on the other hand, no accountability. Toxic femininity. That. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> we, women are the problem. <laughs> Don't you ever say nothing about no black fathers. We are not the problem here. God, no, I'm just kidding. Praise God said, the important part uh, is to have a conclusion to the issue. Whether he or she uh, or I was wrong, this teaches the child to understand it's okay to acknowledge when you are wrong. Exactly. Thanks, Solution-based mindset. Look, look at the Lord coming through. That's with, right. Uh, <laughs> With, with the word. Right. And like you, like I said with, with my quote of the day, whatever state that you are in or whatever you are feeling internally is going to manifest itself in your situations, your kids are going to internalize that and demonstrate it as well. Now, that goes alongside with uh, a post that I saw earlier today of two little brothers. I think one was four and one was like six or something mm-hmm. like that. And the four-year-old was about to have, you know, he's about to spaz out because he wasn't getting something that he wanted. And the brother's letting him know, like, just breathe calm down follow me like take a deep breath in breathe out and this is a six-year-old calming down his four-year-old little brother but it didn't come from anywhere that's demonstrated in the household that's how his parents approach him instead of just like what the fuck you crying for knock all that goddamn crying i'll give you something to cry about instead of all of that which we are traditionally used to they are working with breathing techniques with him to calm him down and he realized hey that works for me let me do the same thing with my little brother because I care about him and I'm supposed to be big brother and look out for him. Like what what you are putting forth in your relationship is going to manifest itself in your entire household. You want to be King Midas and everything you touch turns to gold? Or yeah. you want to be fucking Oscar the Grouch and everything you touch is trash. Shit, that even correlates. Definitely just like understanding where you are and what is your motivation for what you're doing like you know patience or ego like okay like the fucking meme of um 
you know, parents. I know it's always black moms, but I think I've seen like shit. Any parent does this shit. Actually. If you got five apples <laughs> and I take away three, and it's like, man, oh, seven. Yeah, and it's like, ma'am, that kid don't even not know what you're talking about. That motherfucker is scared. Like, how would you work? How do you work scared? Like, in his mind, according to you, like you're the you're the fucking monster on planet Earth. Like, how would you, ma'am? If I put a gun to your head, like that's the equivalent of what you're doing to this kid. Like, that doesn't teach. He needs to be able to work on, like, nigga, like, knock that off. Right. But also address, are you trying to make sure that, you know, he understands the material? Are you trying to make it? My kid can't be no motherfucking dummy. That's your ego. Shut up. Right. Because that ain't got shit to do with shit. Just understand the kid. Like, you know, once again, I don't know, man, fuck y'all. I know what I'm talking about. I work with kids. I'm not doing this nonsense. <laughs> fuck my dick. Like, I know what I'm talking about. I'm not prefacing shit for yeah, you fuck, ignorant Yeah, fuck y'all. Like, I'm, I'm a mental health professional, and this is my population. So, actually, yeah, fuck y'all. Like, I know what I'm saying. Kiss my ass. <laughs> and, yes, I work with your motherfucking kids. Oh, well, yeah. That's a yep, that, that tight fucking rant. I work with your <laughs> shitty fuck. I don't know what's wrong with him because you suck, nigga. That's why he's coming to me because you fucked up. Like, he's awesome, or she's, you're a dick. This motherfucker, this motherfucker didn't ask to be here. Motherfucker didn't ask for all this, this whole experience they've had in 10 to 12 years. They fuck, no, you, stupid. Sorry. Fuck you guys. But not bit. sorry. Yeah, like. Some of them have issues. Some of them are born with issues. Some of them have issues because you created those issues in them. And now I am here. Now, granted, it's job security. I appreciate the check. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for fucking up. That way I have a reason to get paid on a, on a biweekly basis. But at the same time, it shouldn't have to. If I can come in without knowing this child at all and help them, there should be something to say about your skills seeing them every day. And you can't. You know, you can't instill this level of, of love and security that I can within a short amount of time. And be having the audacity when I come in and tell you and give you pointers and one and just just different ways to adjust. Well, I don't hush. I'm I'm I, you. You literally called me. Don't don't go like stop going back and forth. What you did didn't work, and that's why I'm here. So do this. If that doesn't work, then we can talk about You didn't even try it. Shut right. Up. It didn't work because you acting like Kirk. Damn, boy. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk said, I'm a fucking <laughs> wrath of God. <laughs> <laughs> smite this motherfucker. <laughs> smite is an understatement. But so even within the situation of Kirk, as a parent or just in general within your relationship dynamics, what is a is a good what is a good age range or age cutoff, so to speak, for you to be able to talk more recklessly to the people that you are comfortable with or close to without them taking it personally? Is that, mm, are we just talking about kids or like friends or? However you want to answer it. I know. It's I an f- overarching question. I feel like definitely for like, you know, say friends, I'm of the mindset sometimes definitely with friends to kind of, I don't want to like, you know, just bust you over the head with it. But I know for us to be comfortable, I have to kind of I want to be able to be myself. This needs to be a safe space for us to interact on both sides. So I might not just be, what's up, motherfucker? You know, yeah, shit. But in a moment where we're talking, I might do what I do here. Like, I'll, you know, sprinkle some shit that's like, oh, this motherfucker know what you're talking about. And then, yeah. But also, did you ever think that, like, you know, when Tarzan was out there and Jane showed up, like, Tarzan had to be fucking monkeys, man. Like, I just, like, you know, like, I like to laugh. I like, so I like to introduce it early. I might not just, 
fucking ask you, you know, you tell me you a staunch fucking uh, Muslim and I talk to you, I try to start talking to you about metaphysical shit. And like, I don't want to like blow up your mindset, but I'm like, if we're going to be comfortable together, definitely with like adults, I'm more inclined to like try to, you know, hit the gas a bit on where are we at? Like just to see, you know, oh, you don't fuck with that. Don't mean we're not cool. I just kind of know where to address with you. If I'm working with like a kid or like a family member, I'm like, definitely in my mind for kids, I kind of think about it. <clears throat> the way I was kind of brought up, my parents, I think, did a pretty decent job. You know, it was like flare-ups where you go, oh, shit, you kind of did that a bit early. But as you grow, my dad was real big on, you're this age now, so this is what I'm instilling in. But also, he was super hype about, at the time, like, he had a lot of, you're my only son, until like I was like, until I was like, me and my sister eight years apart. So like around eight, he was still like, but he was still like, only son, I need to be like eight, you got eight-year-old lessons. 12, 13, Especially when I was like, oh, shit, my pants. He was like, you know, he was like, all right, I know how this works. I know that things are coming down the pike. I need to adjust. Now you 15, 16. I now know that you're about, like, college is on the way in about a year or two. I need to now give you lessons that you can need to get out in, into the world. So now we need to still dad, but I need to be an open space for, you know, not just, yeah, you out here fucking now. It's like, fuck smart. You know, it's like you need to know how to fight. You need Like, my dad was a nigga be like, we're about 10. Got a whole bunch of groceries. Pay for it. Give me the change back. Right. It, what? Nigga, I've had a fucking toy in my hand this whole time. I need exact change. That'll be fucking register, lady. Shut up. How much is it supposed to be? I gave you this. Now, how much is it supposed to be? And then we get to the car. You need to know this, that, and third. Because, nigga, what if I blow up in the car today? Like, you need to be able to go buy food and not have a motherfucker give you back 25 cents <laughs> when you just gave that nigga $50. Right. So it was, you know, I think I think you adjusted, but I definitely think for kids, for kids, especially a kid that a child that's in your life is gonna grow, you need to, you know, you I, I don't know, like, <clears throat> don't be like foe and be like motherfucking taxes, nigga, it's terrible. But maybe you know, introduce little things as they grow, because I'm also kind of a person who's like, you know, maybe certain things that are kiddish and like grownish aren't as grownish. We just need to maybe like boil it down to a way of a kid can understand that way it's not like holy fuck man the world's not just fucking fairies and dragons no nigga so just so i understand and i make sure what you're trying to say is accurate you're basically saying to like meet people where they are and let your expectation meet reality crazy fucking concept i know i know for a while <laughs> whoa <laughs> broke the mold with that shit like yeah, did man, we like, stumble upon something that's never been stumbled upon before no i was watching something like that on um they were having a debate on like i watched like a bit and piece bits and pieces of i am athlete right and brandon marshall's up there talking to the gang and some of it seemed like it might have been at first a little misunderstood but he wasn't like saying you know don't play ball but he's like I'm rich. I didn't play ball for them to just be like, do what the fuck I want to do. It's like, nah, man, you want to give them realm to be whatever the fuck they want to be. My kid might want to paint. My kid might want to, like, you know, put together uh, circuit boards and never touch a weight. So it's like, you know, like, yes, meet them and appreciate people where they're at and what they are. Like, they're going to take from you what they're going to take, but they're going to be their own person. That's what the fuck I want. Like, my job is not to create a carbon copy job is to create a better version like goddamn that boy could draw i always thought drawing was fucking cool but i couldn't do that look what i fucking made like your pride is still intact this thing right. is doing something you can't do can you fucking fuck duncan nigga can you goddamn uh solve whatever the fuck equation no the fuck you can't 
So you got a fucking baller. You got that from my side, not your mama's. All that shit. <laughs> Even if you but did. You, I say that jokingly, but you get to take pride in the fact that, yeah, that's my seed that's doing that. You could have got it all from her. I don't give a fuck because she let me bust off in that thing. This shit don't run without me, nigga. I don't give a fuck if I'm in here. Y'all not. I'm going to have another. Like it was, I had a whole other conversation earlier. You guys can like take this suspense for some other episode. <laughs> I had this whole conversation about like the importance of fathers as opposed to mothers in like parenting. And it was just kind of a conversation of like, it was some meme that was going around. Well, I might get into it now. Like, fuck you guys. It was a meme, but I, I, I will revisit this because I want fathers and mothers here too. Because there was a meme going around. It was something along the lines of like, um, um, it was something in regards to like doctor's appointments and like a mother is the one who sets the appointment, takes the kid, the father, uh, you yes. know, like the father might take the kid or whatever. <clears throat> I sent you that one. Okay, cool. DC pretty much sends me everything. I just, I look at a lot of shit, but in my mind, everything that's important, it comes from you because I be looking at bullshit. <laughs> like, I should have be like, important, important, important. And we'll have deep, important conversations. And, like, and midway, I'll be like, fucking, did you know that Vision was white Vision in the show? Like, yeah, but fucking systematic racism. I'm like, okay, that too. We can, we can, like, <laughs> we can yeah, work yeah. with that. You yeah, got okay. to balance it out just a little bit. You got to, you know, titties and ass, titties and ass, intellectual shit for about 30 minutes. Look, Our genes is the best shit ever. I don't care right. what the fuck you guys are talking y'all about. Y'all miss out on so many conversations and topics because y'all not, you know, exclusive content. Sign up to our OnlyFans. Dicks out of a thousand. But, you know, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. But we'll be fucking minds, too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We're just dicks hitting everything. Dicks is a metaphor. Whatever. <laughs> as a construct. As a social construct. Yeah. Everybody tries to make shit smart. Yeah. Dicks are deeply involved in correlating consciousness with a K because K, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. But it was just like, yeah, I saw that and I was like, I'm not even a father. But I was like, and we've said this before. I'm like, nigga, I know like 12 fathers. Them niggas are amazing. Right. Like, friends. But I know, like, niggas here on the good news that I don't even know like that well. Some niggas I know more. I don't know one nigga who's not like an active, like, super duper, like, Super dad. I, I, like, um, fuck it. That was enough. Like, they're just really, like, they're not just like, oh, hey, I'm this auxiliary character to parenting. And I know that this is like, even that meme is like a minor space, but I was like, I feel like I realized, like, you know, we all even hear like memes somehow and all these things on the internet somehow create the narrative for shit. And it's like, that's not true. Right. And so I was like, yeah, I'm like, nah, man. I'm like, I don't. I don't know that narrative. I was like, even if my mom was setting doctor's appointments, like I know my dad was like, my dad was active with me and him was beefing. It was like, I'm not going to not be a part of the intricacies of your life. So I was like, I don't know that that's not a thing. And I'm like, I don't I'm not even going to, I'm going to step out. And I'm like, you know, that's my personal experience. But I was like, also, yeah, like this narrative, the fathers are just kind of floating through parenthood. Even that old school narrative of like the mother's a nurturer. And then you get like a boys in the hood shit. where like at this age, a 15 year old man, Okay, well, nigga, even if that, this back end of life where I'm teaching you how to, like, grow and be a fucking adult, that's important. That's, like, that even still is on make us 50-50 or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I'm not trying to disregard motherhood, but I'm like, I mean, we're not was, playing fathers. That like, was you- kind of my take on it. And, I, and like I said, even to somebody that's not a father, I, I took offense to it because the 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 stereotype for fathers, especially black ones, is that we basically ain't shit but semen givers. 
Yeah. Even if we are in the household, we basically just there to babysit, to give mom a break. And that's the most that we do. And mom does every single thing. Like, I don't, I don't know that narrative. My dad ain't never had that narrative. My homeboys' dads ain't never had that narrative with us growing up. My homeboys, which I have quite a few of them. I'm one of the few that doesn't have kids. All of them are fathers, and they are proud fathers. They don't fit that. And like, I don't, I don't know that. But we continue to put this overarching stereotype on our men based off a small 5 to 10% group of people within our community. Like, why do we continue to highlight or let people that have experienced this and you really are jaded from this one situation perpetuate that narrative as opposed to saying, nah, this was just my mm-hmm. fucked up situation that I went through. This ain't everybody. Praise God. It's going as crazy as my childhood was. My father always sat at the table and spoke game to us as my mother served and chimed in. Table talk is a huge must. I think that's like even shit. I was going to say something. Speaking to that, like things that men do. And not to say that things that women do or mothers do shouldn't be magnified, but it does seem like men, like a father's contribution is minimized, like the importance of table talk. You're not just talking shit. A lot of these conversations are important, like table talk and shit like that. Like it's conversations that my dad might have had with me on like on my big time, like my grandfather. We just driving in the car. We might have been driving inside for 30 minutes. We talked. It was like real game to help you walk through life. And right. It's like. This is incredibly important to the person that I am today. These are things that taught me or watching. And like people talk about actually, you know, the same people, women, like you'll talk about the presence of a man is important. Like the example of watching, like I watched a lot of men, me here, a fucking nigga running his mouth and talking every week, watched men go, you know, and watch the example of don't speak if you don't got shit to say. I watched niggas walk in and their presence was a presence. Like their presence was necessary. Like you didn't. My grandfather was a nigga who could command the room. But if he didn't have nothing to say, I'm not going to just like that was for lack of a better term. That was like punk shit. Like you just up here trying to get attention, right. trying to whatever. Like niggas don't do that. I just had a long conversation with my uncles this week about like real nigga shit. So it's like, how do I say you can't to me? Sometimes it's super contradictory to make posts and shit like. One niggas ain't there. Niggas ain't shit. And they're not res- doing their responsibilities. Then a motherfucker's there handling responsibilities and you go out of your way through the mental gymnastics to minimize his experience and what he contributes. And it's like, damn. And then, like, you wonder why a motherfucker's not happy and not there. Then you be like, I want you to have emotions. You're not vulnerable. And a motherfucker will vulnerably be like, I feel neglected and disregarded here because, like, I'm doing, like, really cool shit. And you keep coming to me and telling me how my position is that of a fucking janitor for the household. Right. You're I'm demonstrating the behaviors that I need to demonstrate to help this household run smoothly, but you're not recognizing my behaviors for what they are. You're looking at them and expecting them to be what you want them to be, how you want them to be. And that's not fair. Look at the contribution, because even within the post that you're talking about, it was listing off like, yeah, the mom will choose the school and this, that and the other and blah, 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 and pay attention to what's necessary for the kids. And the most the dad will do. Well, he'll choose the sports team and probably won't even pay for it. And it's like you you're like, minimizing what? like if they're if say you're going with the example of the kid having both parents in the household, even if dad is picking the team but not quote unquote paying for it, 
It's our money. We stay in the same household. I am paying for it. One, two, you're minimizing the experience of sports, not realizing that sports is a great precursor to life in general and will teach them a whole bunch of lessons and help them develop mentally, physically, emotionally, and socially. So he's actually done something exceptionally well and put this child in something that's going to help not only us raise them, but him get raised and, and nurtured in other positive areas as well. But a lot of stuff goes unsaid as well also. Like you may just see the dad playing with the kids in a post. You don't really see the lessons that he's teaching or how he interacts with the kids. You just see like, oh, yeah, I'm with the kids today, maybe. But you don't see the stuff like the the aspect that men have to go through sometimes in, in the family dynamic is you do a lot of stuff and you shut up about it, basically. I'm not doing it to highlight. I'm not doing it to gain notoriety. Like the fathers that really ain't doing shit, they're the ones that's always looking for somebody to acknowledge what they're doing. Right. The the fathers that are really doing what they're supposed to do, you don't see or hear about it. Like I've had experience just like last week coming out of my building and I'm about to, you know, I'm about to go ride and get some groceries, whatever. This dude just drives up. He's like, hey, man, can I talk to you real quick? And he starts asking me. He's like, yo, I'm looking to move into this apartment. This, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. I want to make sure, like, it's decent for me and my girl and my and my daughter. And he's asking me these questions, doing the inform, you know, getting the intel to help make sure he's making a sound decision for the safety of him and his family. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I told him about the schools in the area. He's like, yeah, I already did my research on all the schools. Like, I know. Now, this is a dad by himself. It ain't the mom telling him, hey, go ask. None of that. He's by himself driving around asking random people to make sure that his family is going to be safe and he's making the best decision for his family. Nobody's going to know that he's doing that. But he's doing way more than what's expected stereotypically of a father because fathers don't do shit but nut, eat, go to work, and let the kids lay on their stomach when moms you know, need a break. Now, that's another thing for me is like a lot of – if we're just generalizing here, if it's not you, then shut up. Um, <laughs> a lot of these things will be like, it'll be just all these all these memes and all these talks about wanting the traditional, wanting, you know, these regular, regular gender roles. That is the normal, stupid. And that that meme, I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck? What's, 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 what's the, you know, what, what is, what is the thing? What is, what are we what's supposed to be done here? Because posted a whole bunch of shit about this and disregard that this is attached to that. Right. You want work, do this, do that, and, you know, I just want to serve my king. Okay, well, then that means that you just, like, you do become the big secretary or whatever. If we partners, cool, but then that, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, what do y'all, what is, what's the what's the vibes? Because I don't, I don't know. And I like that. You know what made me feel good? Maybe not feel good, but just feel like I'm not just some random, uh, you know, plebeian down here on planet earth is i was watching the joe budden podcast and they had a whole 20 minutes of like we have no fucking idea i was like them niggas are millionaires and don't know what the fuck to do in interacting and i was like okay it's just a pandemic of fucking pandemic epidemic pussademic dickademic just at all levels because i'm like okay man even though they had a different level and maybe be talking just surfacely about dating i'm like at every level it just seems like everybody's shit in the bed now okay cool because i'm like i'd be sitting there myself thinking like this shit is just fucking wildly like I'm like shit. I'd rather go to MIT and learn advanced quantum physics than, and like it just seems like that would be an easier goal because it just seems like as as much as I, and I'll give it to both sides, but I'm living from male experience. It seems like every week I'm like, well, damn nigga, I was just that. Now this week that ain't cool. Well, fuck the goalposts. He move moving like a motherfucker, right? And you getting mad because we not scoring. 
Shit. Like it doesn't match up. But I think like that kind of goes along the lines of what we've been saying in general, like being in tune with yourself. There's a lot of people that are expecting from others within a relationship realm. Relationship can be fluid, not just within dating situation, but your relationship with your children. You're having an expectation of this individual and you're not really understanding where that expectation comes from in you. And if that expectation matches the, the individual and if it matches the situation at hand, those are three different levels that you got to pay attention to. And you just coming in with one. Like, this needs to be this. Well, technically, if you look at it from this perspective, it actually hits all three of these things. But you're not comfortable with that. So you think that it's actually not happening at all. And now you're actually creating more of an issue than we have going on right now. So really, the problem's you. Like, you're the problem. Because you want to step outside of yourself. Never forbid anybody be like, you know, what did I do to whatever? upon myself it is things happening to me god damn it everything is happening to me motherfucker let me catastrophize all of this because i just i, I can't i think uh keith said i think our generation changed the narrative praise god said most of our generation I don't know, man. Our generation seem to be fucking the narrative, just <laughs> taking narratives and, and, and fucking them, and then maneuvering them, and then I rewriting think, them. And shit, I can shit. agree to a, to a degree. I think our generation and the generation after us has changed a lot, but that doesn't mean that all of it has been changed for the better. Yeah. And because we changed some things in our generation and the generation under us is changing things currently, that's a lot of change and none of it's been able to settle. None of us have really been able to digest it and understand it and apply it, you know, utilize it positively and functionally. So we're just like in one big ass transition phase and nobody knows how to really like. <gasps> OK, let me just breathe in for two. Exhale for three. <laughs> Let me, okay, okay. Got it. Let me find my center, find my center. I found it, and this is how we should approach the situation. Everybody's just like, hey, we gotta, uh, let's adjust to this shit on the fly. Like, that's not, we're all in a state of turmoil. We are all extra anxious, and we're all walking on eggshells because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. And it's a good and a bad thing. So to go forward, like, how do we address that? You sit the fuck down somewhere. Like, let some shit happen. As opposed to focusing on changing everything, let some things happen because they're going to change organically anyway. You don't have to force the thing that is inevitable. Would that be because it seems like all of our all of our mm, attempts to change the narrative are all reactive? Like none of our changes like, OK, let's look at this, you know, 10, 15 years down the line. And what would we like to get? Before anything happens, like, you know, like, shit, you planning, you know, you go into a game, sports references, you go into a game, you're not like, you're not just going, okay, if he does this, then we adjust. We're planning, you know, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. If they do this, we should probably try to go this way. You can't account for everything, but you have a plan going in. This is what we would like to see. And these are good steps we would like to take to get there. If they don't work, we kind of can adjust. But if I feel like everything is like, this happens, and now we want to do it this way. And it's a whole generation of reacting because we don't want this, this, that, and third to happen. It's like, well, that's not really help. That's not as helpful as, as it could be because it's just built with, you know, like, 
it's all fear based. It's like I don't want to. It's like you got hit and your whole shit is just reacting to not yep. getting hit, as opposed to that Tyson I, theory. Yeah, everybody has a plan till they get punched in the mouth, and life is going to constantly punch you in the mouth. And what happens when you don't understand how to be calm and get punched? You freak out, and you go against your game plan, and you're either going to tire yourself out and get knocked out, or you're going to swing wildly and get knocked out. Either way, you're going to get knocked out and have to go to the drawing board. But I think that's what a lot of us are doing in in all these different dynamics of society. Even more so, I think it's, we're fucking selfish. Extremely. We're selfish as shit. Like, we are emotionally selfish. We want everybody to conform, to acknowledge who we are, the dynamics of us, what we identify with, and we want to feel included. You know, we want everything to be inclusive of us, but we don't want to have to understand how to be inclusive of others. Like conform to me because I am oppressed <laughs> as opposed to realizing like, no, nah, this shit changes. I have to change with it. Like we all have to change. And although this may need some attention, that means that I'm also going to have to deal with some sacrifices as well. And that goes for everybody. That includes us in the black community because I know we're seeking equality in this country and fair treatment, but we got to be accountable to some change as well. We can't just expect everybody to change for us and we not changing ourselves. Like it's applicable to everything. We're too fucking selfish. Emotionally selfish and irrational. Well, sensitive as fuck was uh trinidad james first album don't be safe don't be sensitive as fuck every day yeah something like that yeah like come on that, that's that's essentially what it is we continue to get more and more sensitive because we want things to change to us but we're not being accountable for the change well and i think like you know not understanding that the change or the changes we say we want as fucked up as it sounds, you know, it always sounds like, well, why the fuck I got to, uh, you know, do that if they didn't do that for me or whatever. And I don't, I'm a somebody who doesn't even like to, like, you hit me, nigga, I'm going to hit you back. But sometimes understanding that, I don't know, man, maybe hit the motherfucker later or something like that. But <laughs> your immediate selfish need is also the thing that is preventing you from getting to whatever steps you want to get to. Right. And I know that, like, sometimes that mindset, I feel like, shit, even that mindset might be fucked up when niggas talk about, like, business or, like, politics because they just have made it seem like, you got to fucking eat shit to get to where you are. I'm not saying that. But if you want these changes, you kind of got to eat the bullet of, like, you're not really doing this to pay back those or to just, it's my turn to be in whatever now. It's like, okay, do I want a better environment for you know, relationships for this group and that group, for my particular group, then I got to look at this, you know, you got to step back, like look at this in its totality and be like, okay, these are the steps that it would take to really get there. Cause the shit I'm doing to be completely honest, you know, it feel good and I fuck with it and it feel good, you know, but it's, that's not really what's going to get the change or the help needed. That's just going to get your fucking, you know, your ego scratched. Right. It's kind of like, like within the stocks and investing world, they have the saying, don't chase. Mm-hmm. And that basically what that is saying is like everything that you're doing when you're investing, it's happening for the long term. Even if you're going to do a quick flip, like I'm buying this stock this week for whatever dip, I'm going to make a small profit of it. But I'm not getting rid of it today. I'm getting rid of it on Friday. Because mm-hmm. I know that Thursday or Friday is when, say, the market's going to dip down for the weekend or whatever the case is. Like, I have a plan that this I'm making this move today 
for later on, not for the immediate turnaround. So when that dip happens and I start to lose a little bit of money, that's incorporated in my plan. And I'm not frantically reacting and deciding, oh, sell this now because I'm going to lose all my money. Like, no, when you're chasing this high of trying to get this money immediately, you end up fucking up your plan or not having one altogether. So don't chase. Understand that what you're doing is for the betterment long term. So it's in goals with what you're saying, like. I'm not going to emotionally react to the situation right now based on what I need or want right now. I'm going to let me pay attention. Let me step back and understand what the overall game plan of this shit is, what I really want. And let me figure out, okay, this is a more reasonable time frame. Let me not react now. Or if I do react now, let me react in this way because later on it's going to be a better benefit. That also, I think, plays like just even stepping out of relationships because I think it applies there too. But I always think, you know, a little sprinkle of black shit. I think that for sure applies to us is like, because I feel like niggas be thinking like the change you want is you're going to see, like you might see it when you 80 and they, you know, finish up your ass the fuck on, but right. you're doing this. If you're going to commit yourself to this goal, this long standing change, whatever the thing is, you really are playing, you know, niggas talk about bliss chess. Well, nigga, that's moves, moves, and moves. And in those moves is years. And in those years, nigga, that might not be for you. Right. Like, it's shit the motherfuckers did that are long dead in the ground that we be putting on T-shirts and shit. They was, they pretty much, I think, committed to, this, to the idea that this shit ain't even really for me. But this is for the next, next, next. Right. And if you want to, you know, even if you want to change, like, I, even this, keeping it in the frame of relationships. And I would like my daughter or son to have better relationship shit than dealing with the same bullshit motherfuckers are are dealing with now the same stupid topics that they've been dealing with now or my grandkids like i want to make sure there's an environment where my fucking grandson comes out the gate like that's a dope ass motherfucking father from jump like you don't have to really deal with the fact of being like well goddamn man if i'm about to come out here and be a dad like Look at me like a motherfucking dickhead. It's like, right. come on, man. Like, you're important. You matter. Like, Generational wealth is more than just stocks and bonds and, and, and land. Sometimes that generational wealth that you can pass on is knowledge. I think I said that shit. It's, it's, a, it's a benefit emotionally. It's a mindset for the family that you want the whole family to take on as a tradition and put it into being an ideal. And you pass that on for generation to generation because it's healthy for everybody. Pay attention to your generational wealth that you paying, that you passing down from yourself to your kids and to their kids and so on and so forth. Because some of us, like we said at the beginning of the show, you're reacting to your kids with the motherfucker, I'll take you up. Because you didn't pay attention to how you are going to nurture the generational wealth. You took the generational curse that you were passed down with and now you passing it on to your child. No, focus on the wealth. The wealth is how can I grow you? That's what wealth is. It's growth over time. If I want to grow you, I have to pass you something now so that it can be nurtured along the way. It starts with you because your ass is doing the planting. Look at that laying the seed, which is what men do when they have kids. All right. All right. <laughs> all right, man. Y'all listen to some Gil Scott Heron, man. Your daddy loves you because they're important and shit. And all right. And just because I said I'll knock your head off don't mean I don't love you. All that shit. We will see y'all on Saturday. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all week. Be sure to catch this on YouTube if you couldn't watch the entire episode. And if you love us that much, go back and watch some old episodes. Like, get, get those gems that you missed. Like, just go back and just pick them gems up. They just waiting there for you, baby. Go watch, go comment, participate, all that. 
I'll see y'all on Saturday. Just a dope ass podcast. King Carter, one half of Just a Dope Ass Podcast. Oh, Chad, awesome. They waiting for you, baby. They go waiting on. for you, baby. Go pick them, go pick them <laughs> gems up, mama. Got you a couple diamonds laying down there. Go pick that up, baby. Put that around your neck. You know what time it is. <laughs>